0: Hello, hello, hello! I am your Maria Maison, hostess with the most is Michael Munoz, and welcome to In YO Mouth. Oh. In Your Mouth.
1: I'm
0: the queen of food, who's always Sheen. in the mood to lick it right, lick it good. Show oh, you how to. Oh talk. God,
1: that's good. I wanna know
0: what you eat from the streets to the sheets. So open wide, honey, I'm coming. In yo Mouth. I got mouth. the goosebumps. <laughs> Hey there, and welcome back, folks. Once again, I am your hostess with the mostest, Munoz. And how are y'all doing this week? Y'all, listen. There is a crap ton of construction that starts every day outside of my windows, anywhere between 6 and 7 a.m. The other day, or last night, I should say, a manhole cover blew up outside my apartment the other day. Uh it's cold in New York City again. WTF and J Lo and Ben Affleck are married are getting married again. I mean, the world is coming to an end, people. Let me be the first to say <laughs> your girl Munoz had a little bit too much fun this weekend. So the voice is dusty and crusty. I feel like, you know what? I went to school. For vocal training. And I never used to lose my voice till I turned like 40, 41. Talk about getting old. But you know what's not getting old? This podcast, honey. Yeah, she got her first check. Oh, my God, for all of $2, but it, you know what? $2 is better than no dollars, so I am happy for it, and I'm happy that you all are out there supporting me and supporting what I do for the past four years. And to that, to the person who bought another T-shirt, I think your name is Jose. Thank you so much for supporting your girl Munoz and I'm just gonna get to the getting on and introduce my guest today uh he is a cutie patootie and I am so happy to have him back on the podcast so without further ado please help me welcome the one the only Chris Bautista say hi
1: (laughs) I love that introduction thank you how are you I'm doing well. I, I mentioned this right before we started recording, but I, I'm i feeling a little bit dusty myself because it was my boyfriend's uh, birthday this weekend. So showed him a very good time. So yes, just yes. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, every day. Um, yeah, so I'm a little and, dusty. And but
0: nary, a, nary a video to be found in my DMs. I'm upset. <laughs> well... <laughs> That's, that's in your mouth after dark, oh. you know?
1: <laughs> just the mouth? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh. oh, hey, hey. hey. Well, we on are on. there. <laughs> we are there. We are ready. Yeah. Yes, we are here. Yeah, we yeah, are queer. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We mm-hmm. have no mm-hmm. fear. Yes. Yes. Well, before we get anywhere, you know how this goes, Chris, because, you know, you've, you may have been here before. So, in the yes. grand tradition of in your mouth, I need to wish you happy National Peach Cobbler Day.
1: Woo! Ooh, beautiful, thank you for that. <laughs> peach cobbler, wonderful, yeah. Peach cobbler, yeah. We love a good peach. Delicious, yes. Oh my god, yeah, juicy, yes.
0: Thank yes. you, thank you for mm-hmm. bringing us full circle, bringing
1: it back to gay. Is a, yes. you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Peach cobbler, are you a fan? Do you make peach cobbler?
1: Like I have actually, yeah. Um, uh, my my brother, his favorite dessert is a peach cobbler, and so he's requested several times for me to make it for him. So I've been, I've like taught myself how to make it um a couple times and yeah it's delicious but uh the only, the only thing that's kind of unfortunate is that his birthday doesn't fall in the summer which peaches are usually in season so yeah uh you kind of have like uh kind of sad peaches that i have to make it out of but uh but when they're I mean, in season in Cali- i love a good you're peach in calendar.
0: california like mm-hmm. there's like peaches everywhere
1: yeah there? but the, you know there's there, there's like the really good peaches that you can get in, you know only in the summertime like his birthday falls in um in October. So it's not, it's not really ideal for, you know, for peaches, but you know,
0: it, re- listen, any, any day is an ideal for peaches. Hello. Yes, it Fuzzy is.
1: Peaches. I, mean, I, I mean, I, I, I live not too far from West Hollywood in in you know, Los Angeles area. So it's always peach season. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, yeah.
0: you know what this just reminded me of that Seinfeld episode? Did you, were you ever into Seinfeld? Yeah, of course. Yes, absolutely. Yes. The like Mackinac peach. Episode. The yeah, yeah, uh-huh. peach
1: episode. Yeah. He's like right? sucking on the pit. He's like, Oh I'm sucking, you know, try it. You know, that was yes. that was my Kramer. <laughs> Sorry, that was really <laughs> pathetic, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, what more is there to say than happy National Peach Cobbler Day?
1: Love to couple I mean, a peach. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, yeah. Um, we celebrate you whether you uh, can eat stone fruit or not because that's a thing. A lot of people are allergic to stone fruit.
1: Is that true? Actually, yeah. That's true. the first time I've ever heard of that. So, well, all right.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, in your mouth, you know, just keeping the kids informed and educated. Right. And <laughs> uh, but speaking of being educated, moving right along to this day in gay history, Chris. Every week since uh, this mess in the Ukraine has started happening, I've been shouting out our LGBTQ brothers and sisters, they, thems, um, on the front lines fighting for their lives and their homes, and today is no different. And an article just came out um, recently, and I want to honor them. That There's this Ukrainian drag queen by the name of Aura that put down the heels and the wig and took up uh, weaponry to join the front lines. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Art- someone
1: needs to buy the rights to that movie because I would most definitely watch that. That yeah. sounds amazing. So, it's an amazing story.
0: Sa- shout out to you, Arthur Ozevrov. I hopefully said that right. Uh, today, on this day in gay history, may you be safe out there and hopefully this will all be over soon. Yeah. You know, and we honor you today on this day in gay history. But I want to get to the getting on Mm. because I'm really excited to have you back here. And, folks, in your mouth listeners, if you don't know, and you probably already do because you were. Probably heard his first episode from March <laughs> 3rd last year. Oh, my God. It's almost a year.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? We just exactly. passed the
0: year. That yep. you've been on. Mm-hmm. A year and a month. Look at that. Chris Bautista is a multiracial homosexual chef from Southern California. He's owned and operated a popular food truck in L.A. called the Beignet Truck for about eight years. Probably nine now. Correct me if I'm mm-hmm. wrong. Yep. Which, which has brought him... Uh, the opportunity to serve and meet some of the highest-profile clientele. He also specializes in low-carb and vegan cooking, and he uses a means food as a means to highlight LGBTQ plus issues. And during Pride, he does a whole collection of rainbow-colored food. That I don't know how I feel about every year. You know what it is? It's it's just the cheese. It's just like uh, yeah, yeah, the dyed yeah. cheese. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what
1: it is. Completely. No, I completely get that. Yeah. It's oftentimes when I do the the pride stuff, it's like, it's not necessarily supposed to be uh the most appetizing thing. When it comes to like a dessert, people are used to seeing bright colors in a sweet format. But when I do something a little bit more savory, people are like, ah, and I'm like, well, it's just you know, it's more about awareness here. It's more about, you know, it's not about like Trying to sell something that looks, you know, appetizing. Yeah, it's, but... it, it's a little bit of
0: clickbait, you know? Yeah, to, yeah, see, completely. That, to see that rainbow cheese pull <laughs> out of that blue.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, like, completely. What is that? Yeah, what you know? What is that? <laughs> um, well, listen. We are on the heels of Pride. We're gonna we're mm. gonna blink, and it's gonna be Pride in yeah. no time. I mean, I just bought my Puerto Vallarta Pride ticket. Hey, you know? yeah, Al, Al, single <laughs> and fancy free here. Yeah. Um. So, uh, are there any plans for Pride? Are you?
1: Uh, yeah. Are you, uh, I have a couple of things. Well, um, so my boyfriend's from Australia and uh, two of his best friends back in uh, from Melbourne, Australia, are uh, coming to come. They're coming to the U.S. to visit. And um, it's uh, if this is kind of a funny story. Um, So we are going to be in uh, LA Pride, um, but then also going to be uh, going to Minneapolis, um, which to me, I've never been. Uh, I'm, and this is, this is me not throwing any shade to Minneapolis at all. I just have never had a reason to go. So I was, I was like, oh, we're going to Minneapolis. Not, not, not sure why. Turns out one of his friends, um, should I be saying this? I'm going to say it. Hooked up with a couple that's running the pride out there. So he's basically like, you know, we're going to have all these hookups. Blah, blah. And he's like, gays are like the same where you go. Same. They're drinking the same alcohol, dancing to the same music. Let's go to Minneapolis. Let's let's have a ball. And I was like, you know what? I'm sold. Let's do it. So we're going to go to Minneapolis for Minneapolis Friday. I'm very excited about it. So, yeah,
0: yeah. Amazing. (laughs) And listen, yeah, you, yeah. Sometimes you got to sleep your way to the top. And I'm yeah.
1: Sometimes I sleep my way to like the middle, and I'm very happy about that. You know. So
0: anyway, I you know like harness your sexual power for good.
1: One hundred percent. One
0: hundred percent. Amazing. Amazing. Well, Chris, I wanted you here today for a very special mm-hmm. reason, because you have been on quite a journey recently. And I think that, you know, uh, our first conversations on this podcast uh, between you and me and between everybody I first meet, you know, is about... Uh, passion of food, growing up with food, coming out, um, and being in kitchens and toxic kitchen culture and all of that. And I felt like we needed a feel good moment Mm -hmm. with all the news out there and all the mess that's happening. And, and, and I'm forever preaching, on this podcast that one person can make a huge difference. Amen. And I personally feel like I'm a reflection of that. And then seeing you go on this most recent journey of yours, you are truly a reflection of that yourself too. And I and I was thinking to myself as I was watching you post um, all these beautiful things about uh, what you have done and what we're about to talk about, I was like, wow, this is what we need right now. Like, this is what we need more of. This is what we need to be promoting more of. This is what we need all around. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So why don't you give us, um, why don't we start at the beginning and how this came about, right? Cause I'm, I want to let you explain it all. Out, sure.
1: Yeah. Um, here. Uh, yeah. So, um, so, uh, you mentioned before I own a food truck in Los Angeles where I make beignets and, uh, I've been doing it for like nine years. We talked about, um, and, uh, I'm, I, I I'm a creator on TikTok, So I make a lot of TikTok videos and, uh, on TikTok, people, uh, oftentimes I do lives on my food truck and I'm like making like beignet dough and I'm chatting with people. So a lot of people know that I make beignets. Um, there was a creator who had stage four colon cancer and she was terminally ill. She was talking about a bucket list item on her TikTok video. And she was talking about um, how she's always wanted to try a beignet from New Orleans, but she wasn't healthy enough to travel down there. So she actually asked people from TikTok to send her beignets, just like mail her beignets. And um, it, it got, gained a lot of traction. People were wanting to help her. And uh, a lot of people were tagging me because I knew that I owned a beignet business out in Los Angeles and uh, they knew I'm a nice guy. So they they wrote me and they tagged me. And I watched the video probably about, I don't know, a dozen times. And I just felt this feeling that um, it was kind of for me, like uh it, it it just it just really spoke to me. And uh yeah. I messaged her and I well, first I talked to my boyfriend and I just thought to myself, I need to go out there and make her beignets because beignets need to be eaten fresh. You can't mail them. Like you she in my head, no, yeah.
0: You you would get like some like mushy. Yeah, or even
1: either that or it would be mess. like a like a rock. Like they just they they're beautiful for uh, uh, maybe a half an hour. And then they, they decline exponentially after every minute. So the, the next day they're just not, not nearly as good. Um, so in my head, I just like, she, she's never had one. So she doesn't know that they need to be fresh. So I talked to my boyfriend and I was like, I was just like in bed and I was just like, Would it wouldn't be crazy if I just went to Iowa, if I just found a way to fly to Iowa to make her fresh beignets. And he was like, yeah, it's crazy, but I know that you would do it. And I was like, yeah. So I immediately just messaged her on Instagram. And I just, um, I sent her messages like, hey, um, my name's Chris. Like I own a beignet business. I saw your TikTok. Uh, this might sound crazy, but I'm w- really willing to do it. Will you allow me to fly out there? If I find the means to fly out there, um, would you allow me to come and like make beignets for you and your family? I would love to do it. I've been doing this for nine years professionally. Um and she was like, "Oh, I can never accept that. That's like that's that's way too much effort on your part." I, you know, I couldn't do that. I was like, "Okay, well, if you're uncomfortable with me doing that, I completely understand. I don't need to invade your life and make this about me. I genuinely would love to do this for you. If you if you're thinking about me and like like inconvenience in me, don't worry about that. Uh, this sounds like a beautiful thing to do." And she was like, "Well, in that case, yeah. Like, I I would love to have a bit fresh vignette. And I was like, "I love it. I'll do the rest." And so I made a TikTok um, because I'm just a little backstory. I'm not made of money, so I can't really be flying all these places. Um, uh,
0: wait, wait, what do you mean I'm not, you're not made of money? That face
1: <laughs> looks like that face looks like no, gold, Chris. Oh, no, <laughs> it is fools' gold is what it's made out of. No, I um. Yeah twenty twenty 2020, twenty 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 one was not good for a small business owner like me. Yeah, um, and when I don't make money selling on the side of the street, so I can't really. I even though I was I was okay to sell on the side of the street. That's not where I make my money. I make money on my private events and stuff. So it, I went almost two full years without making money, and so I watched my business kind of slide through my fingers. And so I'm just now I'm like getting back, getting back to my to my regular rhythm. And I'm you know things are getting better. I'm being hopeful. I'm not you know. Do my sad, my sad song right now, but just to give a little context, um, going back to what you're talking about, about, you know, one person can really make a difference. Um, and I truly believe that. Um, and I kind of wanted to take advantage of this and lead by example. So I made a TikTok and I got really emotional in the TikTok talking about how this person's, her name's Jessica Christine, um, on, um, Jessica Christine Hyatt is her full name, but, um, I, included her TikTok. I got emotional talking about how this is something I wanted to do. I wanted to find a way to fly out there. So I started a GoFundMe and I crowdfunded and I asked people, Hey, if you're willing to like contribute to this, I would love to be a part of this. I would love to find a way to fly out there, make a fresh beignets. Um, and it took off and, uh, I asked for $2,000 and I got almost 9,000, like within, just like a couple days. And, uh, it was way more than enough than I needed. And I did some follow-up, uh, TikToks and, um, it gained some tractions and got a couple million views and, uh, got the attention of some other people. Um, there was a Midwestern supermarket chain that caught wind of it. And they basically told me, we want to partner with you. We want to, we're based out here. Um, Jessica's out in Iowa. And I'm out in California. So I was going to have to fly out there and I didn't have any means. I didn't have any connections out there. I don't know a soul, soul in like Des Moines. She's from Ames, Iowa. So I just, uh, I did need some help kind of on the ground floor looking, looking for like a venue. I wanted to book like a food truck, uh, so that I can make the beignets directly to her. So she didn't have to travel anyway. Um, we did a lot of planning, a lot of work to get this, uh, started. Um, and, uh, a kicker on this too, part of this, um, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Just going to throw this in here. She's a part of this story. I know it sounds really random, but Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, Your obsession I, is, is beyond, right.
0: and we're and we're going to talk yeah, yeah, about yeah. that yeah. too. So but go ahead. J-
1: just like a little, a little tiny backstory. We can go back to it. But um, when I was a kid, I used to be obsessed with Jennifer Love Hewitt. I had all of her movies, everything. But we'll come back to that. But I made a TikTok about Jennifer Love Hewitt uh, uh, about a year ago. And uh, about how much I loved her, and all this stuff. She saw. She saw it. She caught wind of it. She uh, she posted on his, on her Instagram. We be, developed like a kind of like a pseudo friendship, like over uh, Instagram and stuff. And she's such a sweetheart. She found out that I owned the Benia truck, and she hired me to go um, cater her or, uh, her show at on the Fox lot. So I would met her. I got reacquainted with her, and it was beautiful. It was awesome. The next week is when I posted these TikToks. She caught wind of it because we had been connected. And uh, she got my number, and she called me directly. And she was like, Hey, um, I want to pay for your flight to get out there. And I was like, I I can't accept that. Like, you've already been so you've done so much for me, like, please. And she was like, No, I want to be a part of this. And she's like, if I pay for your flight, that means all that extra money will be able to go to something else. And I was like, emotional. I was like, you have no idea. This is like such a beautiful thing, especially coming from Jennifer Hewitt. It was just like a Beautiful bow to like time the top of this you know this gift that I was going to give to Jessica, so she paid for my flight, um, and I had originally scheduled to go uh, on um, it was March, I want to say eighth uh, or eight or eighteenth is what it was, um, but Jessica's health was declining pretty rapidly. And so I had to rearrange everything come a week earlier. Mind you, this was all happening within a couple of weeks span. So I was, I was getting busier with work, but, um, I just decided, you know, this, this, this to me is fulfilling me way more than I'll make a dollar. Like this is, this feels yeah. so good. Um, it'd be silly for me not to, to, to do this. Um, and yeah, I just, uh, I moved it ahead and, uh, everything else was kind of falling apart on the other side because I had to move it up and that we had no choice to move it up. And, uh, as far as like things that we were booking, we had to rearrange. And thankfully this, this supermarket chain called hy V was like so incredible at like working with me and making sure that we made this possible. I flew out there. It was a whirlwind of a weekend. I flew out, um, on a Friday night and I left Sunday morning. So, um, it was a whirlwind. And uh it was beautiful. We had we had a venue, uh, we had this jazz band, it was full of decorations. We invited about all of her closest friends and family. There was about 50 people that ended up coming. And uh it was an incredible experience. Um yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to hold it together. I I I've been like emotional about it. Um this whole experience, it was uh it was very beautiful for me and it felt um it was like one of the first times in my life that I felt I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. Does that make sense? Like it just felt like, like I make beignets and I, and I, and I make people happy with that, but there was just something I was very connected with being connected with a complete stranger and helping her check off a bucket list while she was terminally ill. Um, and through the whole process, like, uh, I was making beignets, um, uh, for her family and for, for Jessica and, uh, People were coming up to me one by one. And these are all of her closest friends and family. And uh they were treating it like a like a celebration of her life. Um, under like the guise of like uh everyone had to focus on this being like a celebration of life. And a lot of people were treating this to say goodbye to her. So it was like under the guise of it's just about the beignets and about this bucket list thing. So all of her closest friends and family were able to actually celebrate and actually able to be like this is great. How beautiful. Look at this band. And like, it's, it was like a beautiful moment. But every time someone would come up to me, cause I was making in a little beignet station I set up, making them fresh there. People were coming up to me one by one and just like weeping with me because it was, I made emotional TikToks and they know that I'm like a bleeding heart. And I'm over there and I'm like crying with like each and every one of these people. And it's like emotional and beautiful and, fulfilling and heartbreaking and full of love. It was just such an intense experience. And I was very present for it. Like, I was just like, I'm here. I'm connecting with you. Now you, now you, like your brother, your, your, your aunt, your childhood friend, your, your old coworker, your, you know, all these people. And I was just, it was an incredible experience for me, for Jessica too. It was just like, I just wanted to make sure that she didn't feel like, um, She needed to do anything other than enjoy beignet. Like, there was no added pressure to be like, I need to do a TikTok with you. You know what I mean? Because I didn't want it to be about me or about this, you know. She
0: wasn't on display. Exactly. And I wasn't trying to exploit
1: her. It was just just for her.
0: And listen, this is... This is a testament to you, but it's also a testament to people using their talent and their resources to go above and beyond, right? Yeah. This is a, a testament to the power of of the healing properties of food.
1: Yeah. Completely. Right? Yeah.
0: And and how how something as simple as a beignet really changed this person's life. Yeah. Right. And more than just this person, because The entire family and friend circuit was involved too. Completely, yeah. And the and the ripple effect that this beignet like really had throughout, right? Created and caused by you, you know. Yeah, or and by her, by us, you know. Yeah, a stone in the pond, you know, of like creating concentric circles of really, really good and really special things, and very selfless, you know.
1: Yeah. Um. I, I completely, I, I, I agree with that. Um, there are, um, TikTok is a big world and everyone has an opinion and everyone is very willing to share that opinion, which is welcome. I'm like, I'm fine with it. Um, I, I don't mind different opinions. I, I, I was, uh, um, accused quite a bit of, of exploiting her for, uh, um, or views or clout, as people say, that's a word people like to throw around on social media. Yeah. Um. And like, before I did my first TikTok, I was just I knew that was going to come to me. I just knew it. But in my head, I was like, I don't really care. Like, I, I'll, I'll take it. Like, I'll take I'll take the negativity because I know that the amount of positivity, like you described the ripple effect was going to spread out way further than the negativity. Sure, there's going to be people that are going to be like, you're doing this for x, y, z. I don't need anything. To, I don't need to prove anything to you. I did this for Jessica and her family, and I did it for everyone watching, as a, to lead an example that hopefully the positivity would, would have that ripple effect, and it would wash over in other people's lives. Not not saying that every individual needs to fly across the country in order to do a nice thing for a stranger, but just like showing that that does exist in the world. I had the capabilities yeah. to do it. Like I was just very.
0: This is. This is what I'm talking about yeah. all the time because there are people I don't have... This This face may look rich, too, but I also don't have a lot of money. But I know when and where I can give and help. And and it's also a testament that you don't need a lot of money, right. you know, to do something. Yes, it costs you money, but you used your resources and help and TikTok and whatnot yeah. helped helped fund that for you, you know? Completely. And And so... I I say it all the time, ending this podcast about going out, especially these days and doing something nice for somebody, you know, pay it forward because like that energy creates is like cyclical and like will create more of that energy. Right. And hopefully to get more of that out there. Right. This just happened to be through food, which is even more special because it just fits the demographic of this podcast. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, and like like my resources too. Like even though I don't have like a lot of financial resources in order to for me to just throw around, um, I did know I I do know that like one of my strengths like on social media and, and, and whatnot is um, being like not being afraid to be vulnerable, and um, I think people connect with that um, because I I I genu I think people connected with me genuinely wanting to help this stranger. And, uh, I think people understood that because it felt specifically for me because I own a beignet business, which is so specific. And, um, yeah. and I'm also like willing to help because I've done other stuff for other people, but never anything to this scale. Um, and, um, even if I hadn't raised a dollar, I would have just been like, I'm going to find a way to do it. Um, I'm going to find a way to do it. That, that it was just kind of yeah. like placed in my heart, like pulled to do it. And, um. But, uh, yeah, when I, um, when I got back, um, her health, uh, really took a turn and I, I really did make it on the exact last moment. Um, it was, it was, um, really heartbreaking to see her health decline so rapidly. And, uh, she, um... She actually passed away, uh, last week, actually a week ago today. And, uh, I made it just in time and, uh, it meant a lot to her family. It meant a lot to her mental. It meant a lot to her family because I just came at the right moment. Like I just, I just pulled it into gear and I just was like, this needs to happen for her and her family. And, um, I've lost three, um, Grandparents to cancer and i have lost a best friend when I was 27 to uh to cancer. And so um I just knew that yes, it's for Jessica, it was for her because she was the one, but it's also for everyone else that she was gonna leave behind to have a little bit of closure to know that like she did get that last thing on her bucket list. You know what I mean? Like she got it, she got it, yeah,
0: but but also think of it, the joy you created through through your food. Completely, think of the joy you created through your food for this for that to be like one of the last memories they have.
1: Yeah, and you know, yeah, and I just uh,
0: is is so special. It's so special, right? And being to execute that and being to give that gift, right, selflessly. Yeah, is so special. You know? Yeah,
1: and I it's it's funny too because like. People, I mean, like like, like the the nice people, would say to me, "You're so selfless. You're so good." But the more I thought about it, I was like, "You know what? It wasn't even selfless. Like a lot of it was for me, because this feeling—sorry, really emotional. I haven't really talked about this with people, but like the feeling that I got—this overwhelming feeling of good and positivity and difference that I I was able—that I was able to do." It, it, it felt like it was just as much for me than it was for everyone else. And we can call that self selfish. I'm okay with calling that selfish, but I think that like doing something for me, knowing that it's doing something for someone else, I think it's just as beautiful. Like, I think it's, I don't need to pretend like, Oh yeah, this is not for me. No, it, it was for me, but this is good because it, it reaped something so beautiful. And like, I'm way at peace for that with that. Um, I, uh, it was just an incredible experience. I'll take it with. I'll take this with me for the rest of my life. And um, I wish I could do it all the time. I wish I could do it. Yeah. I wish I could well, do it all the time. Will, maybe
0: this will open doors to more of this work. I mean, Jose Andres started World Central Kitchen, right? <sighs> Doing and does like major, major, major work. That's that's obviously different than what you did, but also similar in the way of like. Providing food as a, as a way to heal Heal in in a place in a place that's needed. Yeah, you know
1: exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh (laughs)
0: You're a good. Yeah. P.S. You're a good crier. You still. You still look like. (laughs) You still look
1: real good. I Like no it. mascara. Yeah. No. I mean, like yeah. I actually stand in front of the mirror and practice crying so that I look good on camera. Still. So. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm kidding. Imagine. No, I'm just. So
0: <laughs> Imagine.
1: No. I. Uh, no. I
0: just. That's a. That's a Lucille Ball. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was like, one of my biggest inspirations, by the way. Um. Uh, I. Uh. I. I'm just very comfortable crying. I just don't. Um. Uh, when I was a kid, I uh, I think I even mess- mentioned this on the lab- last pa- podcast about me being comfortable with my emotions because I just feel like I was told, especially as men and uh, like being like a little queer boy, being a sensitive queer boy, as men were taught that like crying is a sign of weakness and that you're weak. Um, but yeah. for me, the I even as a kid, I felt confident crying. I never felt embarrassed. I was never felt shamed, even though people tried to make me feel shame. I connected with that and that made me feel strong. And so I found like a strength within my tears. So I just think through my whole life, I've just been like, I'm going to cry right now because I'm feeling emotional. And I think that is like, that's part of why I was able to crowdfund because I was just so comfortable with like, I'm crying and I'm comfortable sharing that with you. And I think people need to be more comfortable looking quote unquote weak when it's not. It's really, I think it's an example of strength. Anyway, So thank you for that compliment about me looking good when I cry.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And it wouldn't be a podcast, no matter what we're talking about, if I just wasn't like just all up all up on my guest for no good reason please please, <laughs> yeah, bring it <laughs> well this one is for Jessica and I'm so happy that you got to do that and that you were willing to come on and share this story for the listener I think we need more stories like this I want to take a quick break to reset and then we're going to come back and you know do what we do with our favorite part of the podcast
1: beautiful lovely
0: All right, Chris. Are you ready? Because I think it's time for my favorite part and the audience's favorite part of the podcast—a little something we like to call food news update. News food up. news, honey. You ain't ready, girl. Spill the tea. News update. Oh, Thieves steal over $22,000 in cheese wheels from a Dutch dairy farm. We love a food thief on Food News Update and on In Your Mouth, <laughs> just so you know. Yeah. A few weeks ago, there was a beef thief,
1: oh. which was my favorite. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I actually <laughs> love
1: the ring of that in my ears a beef thief.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, that's what I'd like to consider myself these yeah, days. Yeah, it's gonna be
1: my new grinder handle <laughs> beef thief. Beef thief. Yeah.
0: That's you know what? That's really funny. Maybe I will change my grinder. Yeah, handle it's a beef that. thief, right? Right now, it's Salino <laughs> and Barnes. Injury with injury attorney, isn't that what it is? Yeah, yes, that's,
1: <laughs> that's really dumb.
0: I get a lot of flack for oh, yeah, the gays. Are, the gays are crazy. They're like, you know, one of them passed away. And I'm like, I'm referring to a, a stupid yeah. commercial. Like, it's not that serious. It's anymore. not. And I
1: didn't know one of them passed away. So, there you go. Yeah, tragically
0: in a playing. Tragically in a play. <gasps> in a plane are crash. you serious? But, yeah. That whole, that whole thing had, like, a lot of drama. In your mouth, listeners, if you don't know what Chris and I are talking about, just look up Celino in Barnes. That's C-E-L-L-I-N-O and Oh, well, you could just call them at one or whatever the the number was, resident. <laughs> no, it's like it's like twenty twenty or whatever yeah. it is now. Well, the because now it's the Barnes firm and Salino has his own firm. Anyways, that's
1: about. We're way off yeah. the rails. I want to get back to this stolen cheese. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Bring it back. Bring it back. Sorry, that was just very intriguing. But but hold on, hold on, a second. I I'm sorry. I don't mean to Keep bringing it back. So he's an. They were an injury attorney firm, and he actually passed away from an accident. They were, they were,
0: they were like in (gasps) disputes, right? And they broke up, and then they were in disputes over the song, and then. Uh, he died. One of them passed away tragically in a plane crash. Yeah. wow.
1: Okay, I'll, I'm literally gonna look up that story when this, when we finish here, so I can okay. But yes, the stolen yeah. cheese wheels
0: now we're back, yeah, we're, we're back. in your mouth, yep. listeners. There we go. We talk, we talk about it all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, so the cheese wheels,
0: including a Dutch dairy farmer who walked into his shed to milk his cows one morning last week and was shocked to see that thieves had broken in overnight and helped themselves to over 60 cheeses. Wow, the oversized cheese wheels weighed. 22 pounds each. So the farming couple from the town of Fienyart, I don't know how to say that, Uh, say that they must have been hurriedly hauled away in a wheelbarrow. They're worth $22,920. Wow.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're already wheels, so I think they'd be easy to transport. Is that not, I mean...
0: I mean... What are you gonna put our uh, you're gonna put a rod in each end and like flintstones it out? Right, of it? exactly. It's
1: gonna cut.
0: I don't know. Uh I guess <laughs> I like it just always it always amazes me. Um, food thievery. Food thievery really, really just kind of blows my mind because someone was like, This is how I'm gonna make a lot of money and no one's gonna catch me. Uh-huh. And but as a retailer, I'm buying black market. Dutch wheels of cheese. Yeah, where 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 are they selling them to? Well, apparently, um, the government issued, made it law that these wheels of cheese had to be branded with a code, and so you can't like dig out that code because you'll ruin the cheese wheel.
1: Got it. Yeah.
0: So it's going to be really hard for them to sell unless they cut that piece off and then sell the wheel. Yeah. But still, you're you're buying now and open wheel of cheese.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, I don't know. I don't know where the market is for this. I don't know how the market works none for of my this. Business. But somebody somebody's making a lot of money or a lot of grilled cheese. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> somebody needed somebody needed a lot, a lot of fondue for a wedding <laughs> or something. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Jesus.
0: I don't know. I am not here for, for thievery. Uh, uh in any sort of capacity, I'm just very, very bewildered to say
1: the least. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, do you actually know what kind of cheese it was? Um, because that 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 to me is uh is also interesting. I'm trying to picture what kind of what kind of cheese it was. Um, you know.
0: No. Okay. No, this article. Thank you, Food and Wine. But, dot uh, com for keeping me always in the know. The article doesn't say what kind of okay. cheese it was. It's
1: unfortunate,
0: but whatever. Hopefully, these farmers get their money back somehow, some way, and find these find these cheese the yeah. Cracker Jack debuts new Cracker Jill packaging to de- celebrate women in
1: sports. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually love that. That's that. I think that's incredible. Right? Yeah, it's like the little things like that. Um,
0: that you should see. You should see the packaging. They're really cute, animated women uh-huh. of all like of all colors,
1: yeah. right? Of all hairstyles. Is it is it the same product inside the box, or is it like a? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well then, I'll.
0: And now it doesn't come inside a box. It's like it's like a potato chip. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, well, there you go. I I personally can't stand Cracker Jack, so I will also hate this one. But you know. oh wow Uh, uh, yeah you don't like caramel corn i don't i like fresh caramel corn i like it fresh i like when it comes to uh like packaged um like popcorn and stuff like that i usually i'm like nah i I usually like it popped fresh and especially when it's like a like a sweet version i
0: forgot you're rich i'm rich. you and jennifer love (laughs) you you and jennifer love you no 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 no
1: no no but yeah
0: so after 125 years of combining baseball with its caramel-coated popcorn, Cracker Jack has decided to throw uh, its own kind of change-up. Uh, on Tuesday last week, the Plano, Texas-based company announced the introduction of Cracker, Jill, of Cracker Jill, a series of five special edition bags that depict five different women and celebrate the women who break down barriers in sports. In addition to debuting its new Cracker Jill bags... At pro ballparks throughout the U.S., Cracker Jack has also pledged to donate $200,000 to the Women's Sports Foundation. Lovely. Yeah,
1: really? that's great. I, I love all of that. That's great.
0: Yeah, and they've even commissioned a new version of uh, Take Me Out to the Ball Yeah, Game. I was I'm literally Norm- just thinking that because
1: every time I hear Cracker Jacks, I always think of Take Me Out to the Ball You know, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, and Normani. I, I'm a Normani fan. Yes, 100
1: right? freaking percent. 100% yep is singing
0: it and now she says buy me some peanuts and cracker jill no one can stop you if you have the will so let's root 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 for a girl's dream we're adding our face to the game okay
1: all right normani yeah i love that she she
0: we are here yeah. for it we are absolutely here for it these bags i think go for her um yeah if you'd like to get your own Cracker Jill bag. You can find them at pro ballparks this season, or you can get one by making a donation of five dollars or more to the Women's Sports Foundation, the Billie Jean King founded nonprofit that advocates for equality in sports. Beautiful. I mean, I love yeah. that. Talk about feel feel good things and people doing great, great. Things And last but not least, Miller Lite is selling beer drops to make other light beers taste more like Miller Lite. The brand insists beer shouldn't taste like water, so you might as well add a little Miller Lite flavor.
1: (laughs) Okay. Sure. Yeah, it's funny that Miller Lite thinks that that they have the authority to do that, but sure, we'll take your word for it. So I'm picturing like, like a Mio drop. Is that what it is? Yes. I, yep. I, I, I'm not, listen, I know we're trying to be feel good and positive. I hate it so much, but you know what? If you are out there and you love it, please love it. Experience the joy within it. Not for me. Oh my God. You and I are like, are like men on film. Hated it. <laughs> yeah. I, oh my God.
0: I just hate it anyway. But yes. Um But cool. I mean, but I, you know why I pulled this one up? Because I was thinking, what else could you do with those beer drops? Uh-huh. Like, you know, you could take your Soda Stream, add beer drops, make a and, non-alcoholic um, beer assuming, almost. Yeah, all of a sudden now you have non-alcoholic yeah. beer, uh-huh. right?
1: Or I, I would, well, I guess I'd, I'd probably try to do something like make like beer ice cream or something stupid like that, just like with the extra with the flavors. Yep. But uh, non-alcoholic yeah. beer ice
0: cream, there you go. I mean the. Add it to your loo. There you go. I don't know. Beautiful. There you go. <laughs> if you're craft, beer yeah. your loo.
1: Bing, bang, boom. Sure. Great. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Just like Miller. Miller Lite. It's going to taste just like, oh, God. I mean. we are wrong. Uh,
0: so we're on. We're on a journey to summer body season. So, like, Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> <There>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Oh, my goodness.
0: I don't think there's anything more to say about it, except that's a great way to end food <laughs> news update. Yeah. Wonderful. Oh, my goodness. Hysterical. Absolutely hysterical. <laughs> oh, Chris, 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 Chris. Yeah, In your Mouth listeners, you need to go back and listen to Chris's original episode, please. It's, what did I say it was? It was the March 3rd episode um, last year, so a full year's episode, and I'm at episode 218 or something. So that's like to uh, 160 something. Mm. Congrats! Because I'm good yeah, at know, math. That's that's, a lot. That's, that's <laughs> a lot. that's an accomplishment. Jeez. Okay. Over, over four yeah. years of me being in
1: <laughs> beautiful.
0: Now, I just before we close out, I really want to understand this obsession with Jennifer yes. Love Hewitt.
1: I could talk about it all day.
0: <laughs> yeah. What do you want to know? I know, but right. we don't have all day. We have, we have Let's a good 5 it. minutes. Yeah, so. so what 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 do you want to know? I mean out of yeah. all people, and I mean I mm-hmm. love Jennifer Love Hewitt, but I'm like I don't love Jennifer Love Hewitt like you are all in. Where did it come from? Why? And I mean, it proved to be fortuitous because Now you're, now y'all are BFF and she's helping you accomplish (laughs) dreams and things. Well, when I was, when I was
1: a kid, um, uh, when I say a kid, like I was a kid, I think my, my, my fandom started at like sixth grade. So how old was I then? Like 11, something like that. Um, I just, I saw her on like party of five. I saw her in like, um, in things like, uh, I know she did last summer and can't hardly wait. Um, and I just like, I just loved her mix of. Like I kind of related to it. she, she kind of like had a spirit that I that I saw myself in you know like um, she was kind and sweet but not a pushover in all of her characters that she portrayed. She's always sweet and kind, but like lightly a badass and didn't take shit from people. I just loved it and I thought she was beautiful. I thought she was beautiful and I'd like love the boys she was with, like, quietly. I was like, you know, like, secretly, I was like, oh, yeah, Jennifer, you, it's so hot. And she was, but it was more like, I like, you know, that she's kissing Freddie Prince Jr. out and like, I know what she did last summer, like, that kind of, that kind of vibe. Oh, oh my um, God. Who hasn't aged well, that Freddie Oh, has Prince he not? I thought, I thought he saw him recently. I mean, he's salt and pepper, Daddy. To me, I'm like, yeah. You, you, yeah, yes, to yes. me, I'm like, you can get it. Because yeah. <laughs> we have different tastes. Oh, yeah, man. no, yeah, I think he's still, I think he's still got it. Um, Um, you don't think so? I'm, I'm, I'm like still very okay with it. But then also, I also did think he was adorable back in the day. So I think there's a part of me that's like, I did like him back in the day. Yeah, he's a cutie. He's still a cutie in my head. But no, okay, no, not for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll I'll please, I'll, I'll absolutely take it. All yours. All yours. But yeah, I just, um, and I, I like, I just, i loved her for a very long time. And I actually, when I was 13 years old, I met her on the set of Heartbreakers. If you haven't seen Heartbreakers, have you seen Heartbreakers, the movie Sigourney Weaver? No, it holds no. up. It is her best film. It's incredible. Please watch it. Please, please watch it. It's fantastic. It is so I good.
0: That. I love that. And now and now she's a fan hey, of yours. Hey, look at that. Yeah, we're
1: like, we're like, I, I it's it, I would have to wait for her to call us friends. But, yeah, like, we we text and we uh, we update each yeah. other on stuff. Yeah. I used to love, I used to have a, a crazy
0: obsession with uh, Katie oh, Holmes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's in the same realm, the same time,
1: the same, you know.
0: It is the same realm, yeah. But I think my obsession with Katie Holmes was equal to my obsession with Tiffany okay. Um Who only goes by Tiffany right. Thiessen now. But, which was that her co-stars were the hot ones. And so I was supposed to be straight. So oh, yeah. I'm gonna, oh, yeah. Relatable. I'm be all about this. But really, I was all about Mario Lopez and Mark Paul Gossler and what's his bucket? Dawson. Oh, Dawson's yeah. Creek. My
1: thing was I liked uh, Joshua Jackson. Joshua Jackson for me.
0: Yeah, I was never oh. into Joshua oh, Jackson. Josh, we, see, we, our tastes don't no. overlap. Because I was way into Joshua Jackson. I gave you a hot Dawson and then the gay brother or the gay
1: cousin. Oh, yeah. That for- oh, my God. I forgot that person existed. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. How funny. Anyway. Yeah. Incredible. Um, it's
0: so yeah. weird. Right? It's uh, like the things we like obsess with or obsess about. And I-, I saw a meme the other day. Oh, my God. I just remembered this um, about... Well, someone posted when a when a gay man turns thirteen, he will be he will be assigned uh, a female diva who will guide him through his life and who (laughs) who he will worship throughout unabashedly. It was the funniest thing. It
1: is so funny because people always do have an answer like that. And like I, uh, so I actually have two. So Kelly Clarkson, or Kelly Carson is the one that like later, and they're they're both similar in the way that they're just like. Positive and sweet first, but you also, but they, uh, they're not a pushover. And I like relate to being that energy too. Like I describe myself as being aggressively positive. um Like I'm not a pushover, but like I will always show kindness first. But don't cross me. <laughs> but I really will. Oh. Like, am, oh. But, like, and, and like I don't handle like when I handle. That was like your housewife exactly. opening line. I'm just like, way. but don't cross me. You know, yeah, so I have two. I have Kelly Clarkson is like my girl. She's I'm like a stan. I love her to death. I could just Yeah.
0: I was a I was a big Paula mm. Abdul girl. Who who is shout. Uh, wait a minute. Before we close out, shout out to Paula Abdul who's turned 60 Wow, this she's incredible. Year and is and is headlining White Party Palm Springs, right? Which I will not be at. When is that? Oh, okay. I have no idea. Like circuit parties aren't really my jam. But, um, but the she keeps posting these videos of her rehearsing.
1: Still still doing doing the thing at sixty. And also, and also, shout out to Paula Abdul for helping launch Kelly Clarkson on American Idol. Just there we go. Hello. It all comes together. Look at that. Yeah.
0: First season. It does all come together right? I feel like my voice matches Kelly Clarkson today, right? She, like, it was young and fresh at one point, and now it's a little, like, raspy, yeah. smoky. All In all positive, positive ways. No, no. no
1: shade, Kelly Clarkson. I, I, I did. No shade I did to s- Kelly Clarkson out if there was shade, and then I was like, no, okay, you passed. You're good. You're no, good. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> I was no, ready no, no, no. to the fan. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. <laughs> just kidding.
0: <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, thank you so much for just coming and, like, Telling your story and being no. ridiculous with me, but also, um, but also, I just felt it was really important to celebrate this moment of healing through food and others doing for others. Yeah, I you agree. Because, yeah, we we hear like on the internet all the time, like. One-offs, right? But like, why not keep yeah. it going, right? Why not keep it going and drive home the point of you as one person can make a difference. Period.com. End of yeah. End I of agree. Story.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know. So, so that's it, folks. You know, Chris, give them all the handles. Give them the only. Give them the only mm-hmm. fans. Tell them where the truck yeah, is parked. Yeah. So
1: all of my handles. At Bautista Stud. My last name is Bautista. Bautista Stud, because I put the tie I put stud at the end of it. You know. Come on. Yeah, uh, yeah. Guns, guns. and all. Yeah. Listen, I agree. <laughs> right? I made it. So um Yeah, on, on on TikTok, I'm I'm probably most active on TikTok, but uh um I'm on Instagram on um and that's basically it. TikTok and Instagram and um
0: yeah, and I'll I'll link it out, and we'll Lovely. share all the things and whatnot. All, all of a sudden, there's a knock mm-hmm. at the door, and it's like it's your Australian boyfriend being like, um, "No, get off if anything, hands. he's like, hey, can I join?' Is, <laughs> is really what it
1: would be? But um, why am I saying this? He would hate that I said that. But sorry, <laughs> don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll no, leave it. I'll in. cut it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So. um... Yeah, I'll I'll throw all of that in the in the liner notes. I can't thank you enough for just coming on today to spread a little bit of joy this week with me. Um, I enjoy, mm. I just enjoy you so much and connecting with you and like this like mm. mini friendship, that food friendship that we have here. Um, it's always a pleasure and it's always a blessing to have you on. So thank you so much for giving me of your time today. Yeah, and in your mouth, listeners, that's it. You know, in the spirit of Chris Bautista and, and you know what, Jessica, this one's for you. Yep. This yes. one is for you in your memory out there, trying to live your life through the, trying to live your life to the fullest through adversity, through trauma, yep. through sickness, you know, like. Being an
1: inspiration. Yeah. You, Being a, you can completely.
0: Yes. You are an inspiration to us on this day and other than that In Your Mouth listeners all I have to say is thank you for listening to In Your Mouth